you know, I felt like I could be honest about where I'm at and I wasn't going to be judged, which was really important to me. Um, and I'm sure I cried a couple of times <laughs> with supervision with you. Yes. Um, and Michaela felt the same way, you know, like where my weaknesses were, um, her strengths were there and vice versa. Yay. So it was just so helpful. How did we get started? Michaela, she's amazing. She's so organized. She was like, okay, this is what we're going to do. Let's write it down. Let's share a word doc. And I was like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> Welcome back to my ABA partner. Today we have two very special guests. They are behavior besties, past locals, Kathy and Michaela. How do you feel about today's episode, Alex? I'm very excited. This is the first time we have talked to um, two friends instead yes. of two uh, romantic partners. And so I'm interested to see uh, how this episode turns out. And I'm also super excited because they are two local graduates, which always is super exciting because now you have people who have gone through the program. Um, so I'm super excited about this episode for sure. Me too. All right. So... Let's get into it. Hey everyone, Marissa here. I wanted to tell you about Local ABA. Local ABA is a remote supervision company founded by me. We're dedicated to providing quality supervision that focuses on your unique needs and how we can best support you. If you've ever been interested in remote supervision before, we are dedicated to curating a safe space to answer any questions you have with no shame and creating a community of supervisees who are committed to being culturally responsive and well-rounded BCBAs. Please visit us at our website, localaba.com or visit us on Instagram at localbcba. Thank you so much. Looking forward to hearing from you soon. Today's Mid-Noon Force Choice was inspired by our producer, Alan, because uh, he's going to Italy. On a flight, are you more of a aisle or window person? Because we all know nobody likes the middle seat, let's be real. So aisle or window? Oh, for sure, aisle. I go, my bladder is the size of a pea, and I literally have to go to the bathroom like 10 times during the flight. So, aisle. How about you? Ah, it depends. It depends. I really had to think long and hard about this one. For me, I would say, I think aisle offers a little bit more leg room, but. It depends. If it's a short flight, I'm down for a little window action. <laughs> cool. All right. What about our producer, Alan? What do you think? Well, as a larger individual, I got to go with the aisle. Also, I don't go to the bathroom that much on a plane, but it's nice to have the option. The only downfall is, of course, you have uh, flight attendants bumping into you the whole flight. But Generally, they stay away from me. I like to sleep on a plane 90% of the time I'm on there anyway, so aisle all the way. Nice. All right, let's hear from our guests. Kathy, Michaela, what are you? What are you? Aisle or window people? I am an aisle person. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I always have to use a bathroom, so I don't want to bother the people next to me, so I'm just rather the aisle. I am the only window person. <laughs> Um, I would say window because I hate when other people get up to go to the bathroom 
and you are always the one that has to stand up. Also, those like carts bump into you all the time. And I love to sleep. And so I don't want a cart bumping into me if I'm trying to sleep. So I'm a window. I love that. Awesome. All right. So this is, again, really, really special. Thank you both for agreeing to come on to our podcast and talk about your experience. I am just really interested because even though, yes, I was your supervisor, I never got into the nitty gritty of how you guys met. So um, would you mind sharing with us how, how did you guys initially meet? I think I, Kathy, actually, we talked before this, but Kathy figured out that we, I messaged Kathy in February um, on Instagram and I was just kind of a creep that was like, hey, you're studying, I see you. (laughs) And um, so I like reached out and then I think from there we met up once, I think. And then, Yeah. yeah, via Zoom. And then from there, we were like, okay, we have like similar personalities, similar like mindset about the exam. Um, and then pretty much every weekend since February, um, give or take a few weekends, we met to study. Awesome. Yeah. Is this all virtual too? Yes. Yeah. We've never actually met in person. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I find that's really common in in this ABA world that you guys have built. Like everyone knows each other, but like literally no one has ever met. That's true. (laughs) Nice. Okay. So you guys initially meet, Michaela slides into the DMs, you're studying (laughs) together. Um, How do you guys like get into this routine of like, all right, let's meet weekly. Like what was the motivation behind this? Like obviously to pass the exam, but you know, there's so many people studying like why, why each other? Why did you guys choose each other? Why did it latch on so well? I was actually thinking about this today because it's not typical me to, I mean, I have had people reach out and like, Hey, do you want to study? Um, But it's just so out of my comfort zone that I've always said no. And honestly, I think it's because I started um, supervision with you, Marissa, in January Mm -hmm. that I had almost like a little confident boost. Like, okay, like I don't absolutely, like I'm not completely lost, you know. Um, But at the same time, I was like, I do want to study with someone else. I found it so helpful with you. So when Michaela reached out, I was like, listen, I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, And she was super transparent about her um, walk also. Yeah. So I feel like we both just met up and, you know, I felt like I could be honest about where I'm at and I wasn't going to be judged, which was really important to me. Um, And I'm sure I cried a couple of times (laughs) with supervision with you. Um, And Michaela felt the same way, you know, like where my weaknesses were, um, her strengths were there and vice versa. So it was just so helpful. How did we get started? Michaela, she's amazing. She's so organized. She was like, okay, this is what we're going to do. Let's write it down. Let's share a word doc. And I was like, all right, let's do it. (laughs) Amazing. Okay. So like knowing both of you both like individually, right? Like you both are extremely hard workers 
very similar values, very like similar kind of temperament. You both are very chill, go with the flow, organized and determined as heck, you know? So I, I definitely see that. But I also see very um, like differences in both of you too, you know? <laughs> yeah. Michaela is very outgoing and just like, yeah, yeah. And like very, very talkative. Whereas Kathy, you're a little bit more reserved. And, and, and I love that about you too, you know? And I love that you said that you were building confidence in your supervision experience, which helped you because I think that's something that we talk about a lot in supervision is like study with somebody who your weaknesses are their strengths, right? Because that was an issue for me having um, studying for this exam that I was studying with people that knew the same stuff as me and didn't and didn't um, highlight my weaknesses. So um, I love that about you guys. That's amazing. Where would you, where, where was the best time of your ABA journey? What has been kind of the highlight, the big moment where you feel like, man, I'm so grateful that this ABA journey brought me here. I would say similar to Marissa, I didn't have to, I think like getting the hours was so stressful. And so once my hours were done and I was just studying, I am a kind of crazy person that loves to be like ultra organized. And so having that and then having what I think Kathy was, was my like, all right, we're doing this. Like I felt bad, like canceling on Kathy that I was like, well, I have to meet with her. Like wherever I was like traveling or doing anything, I was like, every Saturday, like it was like a scheduled thing. Um, So I think honestly, like towards the end of studying, once my application got approved, I would say that was like the best part. I think once the application was approved and my hours were submitted, I was like, I got this. We got this. Yes, that was such an exciting time. And you guys, um, you know, tested like maybe what, like a few weeks after each other, Um, Michaela. We did a week. A week, week. right. Yeah, a week. I was going to say that, but I didn't want to be way off, but it was. Okay. So, um, like, I have a question. So, Kathy, when you finished your your master's program, was it similar to Michaela or were you guys, like, different? Like, how did that shake out? So, I think we were both trying to finish our hours yeah but Michaela had started the collective of a study program yeah so I finished in December oh wow okay so very very aligned that's so cool I wish I had somebody like that that I was had the same timing and different things and because by the time people were um By the time people were done with their grad program and I was done at the same time, they were passing and I was failing and I just kept failing. Mm. So they were a year into being a BCBA and I was still testing. So it was very difficult. I think it's the same for like myself, though, because I had peers that I went to grad school with who had passed already um, or yeah, or and started working as BCBAs. So it was just like a coincidence that um, Michaela and I, you know, like met each other online and we were in the same like situation, the same timeline, if you want to call it. Yeah. The same timeline. That's pretty amazing. Kathy didn't answer the best time. What was the, what was the best time of your ABA journey? 
Um, the best time of my ABA journey was probably when I met Michaela and Marissa, which mm-hmm. was January and February. Like after my master's program, you know, I felt really lost, but finding comfort in them and, you know, being able to express myself, but also um, just, I don't know, it, it helped so much. Um, so yeah, like that studying process was just amazing. Um, I mean, it was hard. It was really, really hard. But like I'm saying, like being with people that understood me, that was really oh, very good. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Thank you. Yeah, that that is funny because it's usually the worst time for a lot of people Mm -hmm. like getting your hours and studying and things so for you to have that be the best time is fantastic I love that um when where in the ABA journey do you both feel like was the hardest time for you Michaela you could go first I would say I kind of like had moved around because of COVID and so that made it tricky like finding a company to like get hours with and then kind of figuring out that I wasn't getting all of the hours I needed. So then having Marissa too, it was just like kind of nerve wracking trying to figure out the hours. hours. Um, And I think like when I think back about my hours, it was like that was filled with so many tears and like crying about my hours. And it's like, the complete opposite of so many people because my studying, I was like laughing and having a great time, but my hours were like awful. Like I just, it was, I was just like, oh my God. And then once I found Marissa, I was like, I got this, I'm getting my hours, we're going. And like, it was so nice because Kathy like had already started with you. So I was like, Kathy, like, what should I do? Help me. And so it was nice having Kathy like have already started. Um, but definitely the hours was the hardest part. That's right. Because Kat, we, you and I, Michaela, met just for an admin to like talk about organization of your hours, right? Yeah. And um, if you don't mind me sharing, like it was just organizing and knowing the rules about about supervision. That was that was something that we definitely talked about. And after that, it you went back and you're and you came back to me and said, ah this supervisor didn't really understand the supervision systems and rules. And I'm now disseminating to them about these different standards and rules. So I I think that that's just really, really cool. And um, I'm glad that, that you got your hours. You're now both of you BCBAs. So let's clap it up, put a little, you know, clap sound in there. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Awesome. What about you, Kathy? What do you think was the hardest time in this ABA journey for you? Yeah, I mean, I kind of would have to echo that. I think the beginning of my hours and my master's program was just, it it was so hard, you know, because of that, just the lack of knowledge of what I was, what was I doing with these hours? How was I supposed to log them in? Um, like how everything worked, like you were so helpful in that because you eased a lot of my just ignorance in that sense, mm-hmm. you know, um, like everyone else just, it was just awful. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and also just being in the grad program, I think I had built a lot of anxiety towards studying, which is um, because I just didn't felt confident in a lot of the terms, even though I was working as an RBT and everything, and I still am. um, 
just when I started with you and I gained that confidence, then it started becoming like, oh, this is amazing. I'm studying. Okay, I'm applying it. Like I understand what I've been doing. Um, and that's why I think it was it, it was just the best time after that because initially it was just so much lack of knowledge that I was just anxious and like just didn't even want to study, which ended up being like the best. And then finally passing the test was just oh, relief. Yes, yes. I, I always say that there is, is knowledge is power, especially in, in this BCBA world and supervision and all of that, because I was also very ignorant in my supervision process. And there were rules that were happening that I didn't even know, like, oh, I can advocate for myself in this way. And I didn't know that. Right. And, and um, Alex would always say, you know, I feel like you all are in the same field in the same world, but have different, you know, things going on abiding by different kinds of um, stuff. And I'm just like, we definitely um, are working towards getting more um, on the same page, streamlining all of this. So, and I'm hoping that you guys, when you become supervisors, disseminate what you've learned in like supervision systems and how important it is to keep everything logged and organized, you know? So that's really, really good. This is a question that we, we often ask ABA partners, but since you're both BCBAs, I'm, I'm interested to, to get your perspective on, for you guys, what advice would you give other BC, like ABA besties, right? As far as how to best support one another, because you guys are both so knowledgeable about this space, it's different than somebody like me who knows absolutely nothing. And so what would you say as far as, you know, other people going through the BCBA journey together, how would you best kind of give them advice on how to support each other? I think something that I really found super helpful for um, that Kathy did that I don't even know if she knows that I loved it, but she would send me like text messages about like questions she had seen online um, or like other like little app things or just like recommendations. Like we were constantly sending each other like things we saw online or like um, let's go to this event together or let's do this together. So I think it's for, for me, I felt just like showing up for each other. And I think as time went on and Kathy can talk to it too, but towards the end, Kathy started getting like kind of nervous and she was like, not like we would schedule a meeting and then she was like, Oh, I can't come. And I was like, Oh, well, you're coming. Like, I was like, I'm going to FaceTime this girl. I'm going to call this girl. I'm going to text this girl. I'm like, are you mad at me? Because I was just like Mm. bugging her because it's like, I could tell that she started to get nervous. And I was like, this is my job. Like, we did this together since February and we didn't test till last month, right? We didn't test till last month. So from February till September, we were there and when she was started to like get nervous i was like nope you're still here like your expectation is that you're still here <laughs> that's really I, awesome i i love that you bring such different qualities to the table but it's like it serves the other person so well like you know you talked about organization earlier and and you know Michaela, it seems like you're really like the the pusher right <laughs> And then Kathy's really like the, oh, the questions like, oh, have we thought about things in this way? And, and it kind of helps you wrap your mind around, 
oh, what am I supposed to be thinking about? What's important to me? What about for you, Kathy? I'm curious just to get your perspective on things. Yeah, I mean, um, I think Michaela was definitely just such a big help. You know, I think um, when I did get nervous, I would push back a little bit. Um, but she was always like giving me my space, but also like checking up on me. And and even when we would meet up to, um, you know, to study, she never made me feel like I was falling behind or anything like that. But she would kind of model those concepts for me and explain it the way that she was explaining it. Um, and even taking time sometimes, not even studying, like just talking through Zoom and just how is your day? How are you doing with like work? How are you doing with, you know, um, my fiance or so stuff like that, just outside of ABA, just like actually being involved in the person's life. So I think that was extremely helpful and how our connection and our bond truly um, came about. It wasn't just ABA, which is important. And obviously how we initially um, started our friendship, but also just like caring for each other in other areas of our lives. Um, and her allowing me to be transparent and being like, yeah, I'm really struggling right now. Like, I don't have the motivation to study. I have been slacking and I just feel so down. And and she was like, OK, well, let's let's meet up and, you know, like start slowly, just creating that behavior momentum. Yeah. Um, that was amazing. So and it's so helpful, Michaela. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I, yes, I can, I can see that in both of you. And I feel like in any relationship, somebody picking you up when you're down is so key. And yes, like, you know, I know that Michaela did that for, for you, Kathy, but I'm sure there are times where Michaela was, you know, breaking out and needed to be talked off and you were there for her too. I'm sure, I'm sure of it. So um, I love that you guys both were there for each other and, and supported. And I think something that is really important is just the vulnerability piece from both of you saying, hey, transpa- all transparency, like, I don't know this. Because for me, that was my biggest barrier for myself in, in studying for the exam was I did not want anybody to know that I didn't know this, right? Or I didn't know that because I was a quote seasoned RBT. And for me to say that I didn't really properly understand what negative reinforcement was, was embarrassing for me. But to have that special someone to share that and be vulnerable and them accept you is like, is the best like it's fantastic so yeah I think that honestly really helped um in our studying too that we were extremely um vulnerable and transparent in that sense like we would read a question and we would attempt to answer it but then we would be like all right we have no idea what this means we have no idea what those answers are we can't even like try to cross any of them out (laughs) so we would go and look and open the book and read it together give each other examples. And that was super helpful. Yeah. A lot of the time we'd read the book and be like, "Mm, still don't know. And then we'd like, okay, let's see if, (laughs) let's see if Google has something and let's see if like the small bound book has something like we, we had so many, like, 
I had like stacks of books and we were like, let's try this. Let's try this. Let's try this. It was. Or you would go and ask Marissa too. You'd be like, I'm going to ask Marissa tomorrow. I I meet up with her tomorrow. I'm (laughs) like, okay, let me know what she says. (laughs) Yes. And then that was like the mission. Like, okay, got it. Let me tell Kathy. And then it's like, Kathy comes to me. Hey, what is this? And then I tell, let Kathy know. And then the mission is Kathy tells Nikayla. So that was really fun for me too. So what did you guys do to help each other study during this process as well? Like what were specific things that you did together in order for you to, you know, start to really kind of ramp up the studying? And then how many times did you take the uh, exam? Some of the things that we did, we, I think when we first started meeting in February, we were like, "Mm, okay, like, let's, we don't know. Like we were kind of just meeting to like meet, um, And then I think we started to do um, just like going over like things that we had seen or like kind of as it got closer, we started doing mock exams. We would walk through mock exams together. Um, We would do mock exams separate and then talk about our answers. Um, And then towards the end, it was like, can we open up the page and ask? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kathy did not like this very much. I'd be like, no. okay, so we're going to get a book and I'm going to open a page and you're going to explain it to me. And she's like, Mm-mm. And like, yep, that's what we're doing. And this is me explaining it, just moving my hands a lot and being like, you know, the thing, the first and the, and the, and the after and the, 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 and she's just like, oh God. <laughs> um, and Kathy can say how many times she took it, but I took it one time. Yeah, I took it one time also. Woohoo! Yeah. Wow. Yes. And by the it, grace think, of God, we passed. <laughs> yes. Hallelujah. That's awesome because, you know, I, I feel like having this level of accountability, I think, factors in a lot to you feeling not only confident, right? Because I feel like that's half the battle with this exam is like feeling good about what you know. Um, but also, in tandem with that, you know, having somebody to kind of like bounce ideas off of during this exam. Like, I think it shows a lot. I mean, clearly you guys both pass at the first go. Like that's huge. So Kathy, can you um, say what, what did you do? Like, well, I guess you did answer it specifically. You did submit questions to Michaela. Um, Is there anything, anything else that like other behavior besties are listening and it's like, okay, I should do this with my, with my partner. I mean, honestly, I really loved going through mock questions with Michaela. We took them separately. There were some times that we took them together, but I think taking them separately and then coming together and really seeing like, okay, I got number two right. And then she would say, okay, I got it right too, or, or I got this one wrong. And then she would get it right. And she would be able to explain to me like how she got it. And I would say, oh my goodness, I was assuming here or, oh, I didn't remember this part of it. So just breaking down questions together was very helpful. I thought, um, and I mean, that was just amazing. And obviously doing the test strategy with you just mind blown (laughs) again, I had like this whole little list, like, okay, read the question. Do yeah. this. Do that. <laughs> Don't give away the farm, Kathy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know. I, know. I, stopped. I stopped. I was like, read the question, and there's more. <laughs> and there's more. Come find out test strategy sessions. Book it. Um, amazing. I love that. Um, 
what is something that has been like just like a really pivotal moment for each of you within this journey? So what's something that you can attribute that might be just like that was a pivotal moment and this that changed everything for me kind of thing? I have a good one, actually. I listened to Marissa and Alex's initial podcast. And I remember that, um, I don't know if Alex said it in there or that you, Marissa, said it, um, that Alex told you, but that at the end of the day, it's four questions. And you have a 25% chance of getting it right. So if you can get it down to, you know, two of the answers, you're at 50%. And I was like, I'm like over here. And I just kept thinking that. And I'm pretty sure like I listened to it and told Kathy and I was like, just play odds. Like if you don't know the question, like just try your best. And I think like, I think that honestly took so much of like the scariness out of the test and just was like, this is a test that Just like so many other tests I've taken, like I went to college, I have my master's, I've taken so many tests, like it's a test and it's multiple choice and I have a 25% chance of getting it right. And once I thought about it that way, like I wrote, Alex, this is all you, I wrote 25% at the top of my whiteboard and I was like 25%, I circled it. And then when I got like stressed mid test, I circled it again and I was like, I got this. I love the way you think it's like, it's like, it's funny because I can't help people with ABA knowledge, but every once in a while, it's like, uh, I may never help you with content, but we can think alike. Mm-hmm. And, and that can be that sticky component. That's, that's like, Oh, okay. I can help you, you know? And I'm so glad. Thank you for sharing. Because sometimes I feel like I sit here and do nothing. Oh, um, no. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you. And I'm glad that it was helpful. That's awesome. Yeah, it was definitely helpful. Um, For me, I think, um, kind of like echoing what Michaela said, it's just a test. I I think I also have always suffered from test anxiety. I've never been someone to pass a test on the first time. Um, And I kind of went in thinking, like, it's okay if I don't pass. Like, I get to try again. Mm -hmm. Um, And it doesn't, this being one and done or, or, taking it one time or two times or three times doesn't make me any less competent in this field than taking it eight times, you know? Um, So that really um, just, I think took the, like the, the hard, the fear out of this test, you know, like I wasn't, it was okay if I failed. It it was okay if I passed. Um, Obviously, I was excited to pass on the first try just because I didn't want to study anymore. But I still have to study. We're always learning in this field. So it's like it's never it's never going to go away, you know. Um, So it was just that. I think that took it away. I love that. Yes. I think that a lot of like past locals too, like I hear them say like, it's just a test. Like, and if I fail, it's okay. I could take it again, you know? And like, I just think that that's such a healthy, healthy mindset because again, like that's not what I grew up with. You know, it was like, you failed, like nobody fails. Like who, like when really the data back then was like, 66% failed. So it's like, 
we're only hearing the 33 that are not failing, but really and truly the 66% are just not saying anything, right? So I think that that's a very powerful message um, for anybody that's listening. This is just a test, right? And if you don't pass, you can try it again and that, and that's okay. Um, yeah. Fantastic. So knowing everything you now know throughout this entire process, all the ups, the downs, what's one thing that you have learned about yourself through this process? I learned how to study finally, I think. <laughs> I think um, I just, honestly, I'm really proud of how, how hard I worked and um, how just, I don't know, like having, how um, being open with people, you know, really does help. Um, I think I, I am open in, to certain people, but but it really did take a lot to open up to like new people like you or wow. Michaela and being vulnerable and saying like, I don't understand this concept. I feel like I'm having a really hard time here. Um, and that honestly helped me out in the long run. It really, um, it was just amazing to, to see me, you know, just improve time and time again. It sometimes was a slow process. Sometimes it would, be quick but most of the time it was slow and that was okay mm -hmm. and learning at my own pace and I mean it was just yeah that's that's powerful I feel like that really <laughs> just just touched me right it's you found here's the thing right like your history with learning you finally found a way Kathy to make it work for you right so you know I think that there's something so awesome about that because you were able to kind of put together a, a way to make the content sticky right and, and teach yourself how to learn which is like so hard right we don't all learn the same way and so i think that that's so powerful like i feel like ah okay i need to learn how i learn best right yeah and and that's just a life skill like that's gonna be powerful for you whatever you do like whatever, whoever you're teaching, having that um, knowledge of like, okay, they're not getting it this way. So I'm going to have to try it this way or a different way. Right. So I think yeah. that that's really powerful. And, you know, I remember our initial, initial assessment, Kathy, I don't know if you remember, but that was a very powerful day for even me where I was like, wow, like this is like, from there to here is like so much growth and I'm just really proud of you. And I just want to say that I am very, very proud of you. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. I do remember that assessment because I remember calling my fiance and crying and saying, I just took this assessment to see what I knew from this task list and I didn't know anything. <laughs> Our final segment of the day, we always end with a mailbag, which everyone should be accustomed to. Uh, this question comes from one of my favorite humans, Peggy Carwheel, or I guess, oh yeah, Peggy Carwheel, not Peggy Dionio anymore. Uh, her question is, how did they know they'd be good partners for each other? What characteristics, like what characteristics uh, made you feel like, hey, 
we'd be great partners. Oh man, that's hard. With my memory is failing me right now, but I think I would say just how down to earth Michaela is. You know, um, she is very humble, and I really appreciated that from her. So I didn't feel like I was afraid to talk to her. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess those characteristics. I saw she was down to earth, humble, um, and funny. She's super funny. She's very funny. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, I would say for Kathy, um, well, first I saw her Instagram ABA approach. Um, but I was like, this girl is so cool. And I just thought like, I loved all of her content. So that's why I reached out to her in the first place. But then partner wise, um, I thought that she was um, very positive. I thought that we were kind of on like an even playing field. Like we were at the same part of just like starting studying. Um, and I really liked that I just felt comfortable with her. Like there was never a time, like I didn't dress up for these meetings. I look like a bum, like, and she was just like, Hey, what's up? She was very just comfortable and positive. Just and as bummy. Just as bummy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Um, all right. So this last question comes from at speak behavior, who is Leslie and she's also a local. How do you deal with the comparison while studying alongside someone else? Which I think is a really important question because I know I have felt this before. How did you guys deal with that? Wow, great question. I yeah, love that, this one. That is a good question. Um, I think, like Michaela said, at the beginning, we were almost in the similar playing field. Was that what you said? Playing yeah. field? whatever um and then towards the end I could see myself falling behind Michaela Michaela was just blooming um and how I dealt with it for example I first probably wasn't the healthy way because I kind of like hid away from her a little bit um and she reached out and I explained kind of what I was feeling and you know I kind of just used that to my advantage I was like Michaela these are all the areas all of the areas I'm falling short in. And she was there to help me, you know, even after she passed her test, she was still studying with me. She still found time to study with me. Um, so I would say just, you know, if a person knows more than you, use that, ask them questions, um, be vulnerable and, you know, just see how they understand it. And maybe it'll help you um, understand it, the concepts better and it click better for you. I feel like Kathy will always say that she thinks that I've started getting ahead of her, but I really didn't feel that way. Like I just didn't feel that confident. I think um, when she started to peer away, I thought I did something. I thought I wasn't doing good at studying. Whereas my initial thought, I was like, Oh, I'm not helpful. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, but yeah, I think it can be like super tricky. I think, um, looking at like the places that like there were definitely areas and I still think there are areas that Kathy knows a lot better than me. Mm -hmm. Um, and together we would make up acronyms together. We would try and sit there and figure something out. And I think 
if I couldn't explain it to Kathy, I didn't think I knew the concept. Like I needed to be able to explain it to her for me to be like, okay, got that. Um, so even if like your partner thinks like Kathy thought that I was a- ahead of her, like I was still using her as my meter. Like she was yes. still like, I was like, if Kathy, like, if I can't explain this to Kathy good enough that Kathy feels confident, then I'm not doing my job. Like she was always my like guidepost throughout the whole thing. That's so cool. I love that. So yeah, when I was studying, that's how Peg and I met actually, because we were both studying for the exam. She had just gotten approved. I was like a year in and I was like, I need new people to study. So that's how we got together and started studying together because she was, again, made me feel very comfortable to be like, well, I don't know. I, I don't know, you know? And um, yeah. So I think that that's very important because I've also studied with like assholes too, where it's like, they made me feel so crummy for not knowing something or like, Oh, you don't know what this is. That's okay. You know? And it just made me feel uncomfortable. I'm like, yeah, never starting with that person again, you know? But Um, So I think it's definitely important to find that person and um, yeah, find your person. Very good. Well, thank you both Michaela and Kathy for being our, our guest today and being on my ABA partner Uh, for anybody who has a behavior bestie that is turned into your ABA partner. Let us know how you feel about this episode. Drop us comments, feedback. We love it. Thank you both again. I know that you're going to do fantastic things as a BCBA and I'm just, I just can't wait to, to watch it all happen. So thank you. Thank you guys thank so much you. for having us. Yeah. I want a behavior bestie now. <laughs> you you have a be- Yes. She's right there. <laughs> she's even better than us. <laughs> awesome. Thank you guys so much. And we will see you next time.